Hello again, Vixens fans. Welcome to another episode of Here If You Need. And we have reached the business end of the Suncorp Super Netball season. The business end, of course, is finals. And who better to speak finals than Vixens and Diamonds legend, Sherelle McMahon. Morning, Shaz. Good morning, Stanners. Uh, it's very exciting, isn't it? We finally got uh, to the finals uh, part of the season. It, it felt like, you know, particularly when we were getting ready and we went into our first lockdown across the nation, um, that maybe we wouldn't even get to the start of the season, let alone the end. So it's very exciting that, that we're here now. You were always a big game player. You love the big stage. How exciting is it to embark on a final series? Tell us as a former player. Yeah, look, I mean, that's that's why you play, isn't it? You play to kind of get through to the end. And, you know, I've, I had, you're right, I, I've had some incredible experiences with this club and with uh, a few of the other teams that I've played with in playing through to finals. And um, it, it's exciting. I mean, that's we, we want to have these experiences with the group of people that you've worked incredibly hard with towards that common goal. And I think this year, no more more than any other year, that that is what has happened. You know, people have put their lives on hold to be able to head up to Queensland. Um, and so to be able to achieve, you know, that success in this season, uh, I think will be really, really special. So, um, yeah, it's look, it's really exciting and nerve-wracking and all those things. So, um, but as I said, I think, that, you know, this is why we play and I think our girls are, are really set up for this season. There is so much to unpack because it's been a, a big few days for the club as we embark on um, a final this weekend against the Lightning. Um, deja vu in many respects because, of course, we beat the Lightning just last weekend in a fixture quirk. <laughs> but uh, let's get to that very shortly. But first, I'm wondering if you would like to um, introduce our special guests who are, I guess, at the other end of their careers, which is really refreshing and, um, and beautiful in many respects. Absolutely. And I, and I mentioned some of those sacrifices and putting the life on hold that a lot of the uh, people have done. And certainly our training partners have done that. It's probably their year has certainly not panned out in the way they would have expected with the ANL uh, being cancelled until next season. And then these two of the four girls who are up there getting an opportunity to spend time with the, the Vixens group. Um, and it is Ali Smith. And Sasha McDonald, girls, thanks for joining us. No worries. <laughs> thanks for having us. Uh, it's great to see you here. Um, tell us, I think initially, as I mentioned, your year has been very different to what uh, it looked like at the beginning, like it has been for, for many, many people. What has it been like to spend this kind of concentrated time with the group um, when you wouldn't have ordinarily had that? Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, I mean, as much as... You are great friends with the girls before living away from home and they become your family. It's just the most amazing thing. Um, I guess we really know each other now, that's for sure. It's been <laughs> nearly three months I think we've been away and, um, yeah, it's just a great experience for us too. Uh, as you said, it's just starting off. Um, I guess there's a big world out there of netball and um, we're just starting to get into it. That's Yeah. Yeah, it's been really cool coming away and it's strange um how different this is from the reality of a normal season but in a way it has become really homely and really routine which has been nice and I think that the environment they've placed around us here at Bigsons has been um really accommodating and we've loved it we've I'm 
I'm not, unfortunately, I'm not rooming with Ali. <laughs> Don't know if we could have. We lasted quarantine pretty well, but I'm with Jackie Newton, and um, it's funny you do get to know each other pretty pretty closely within those three months. Sash, and talk to us about your experience because um, you have been involved in the 12 and been on the bench but haven't actually stepped out on court. Uh, has that been challenging for you or what, what have you taken out of it personally? Uh, because I've, I can imagine that it, that is, you know, tough at times. Mm, yeah, I think I came in to this experience with not a huge expectation of being on court and as challenging as, as it is not being on court and as much as you probably would love the experience out there, I feel like I've been able to extract so much more um, outside of being having court time and just being away with the girls has been a really good experience and, and even just getting to know them, um, et cetera, et cetera, has been really um, awesome for us. So as much as you'd love to be out on court, it's not the um, be-all and end-all at the moment and we've got bigger things to look look forward to with finals. So um, I'm sure time will come one day maybe um, and for now I'm just enjoying like my place in the team. So it's been good. Nice segue, Sash, because obviously I alluded to the fact it's been a, a really big few days for the club, for the Vixens, um, especially when you consider the magnitude of the the retirements um, that have just been announced. Um, as a as a goaler, um, you must look up to both Tegan and um, Katie. You know, what, what sort of impact have they had? What sort of learnings have you had from them? What sort of impact have you had? And, and just tell us about that moment when they announced their retirements. Yeah, look, the, I think if you were to choose a combination of goalers to work with, on and off the court, you'd probably pick Katie, Tegan, MJ and Jarrell to learn from as a young player. So I've just been so lucky to, to have been in the training environment um, with those girls. And it was pretty actually emotional when they stood up. I, Caitlin stood up and announced it first and we were digesting that for a little bit and then pretty much straight away Tegan got up and took us... Um, took us by surprise. So it was very emotional, not just for me as a goaler, but for the whole team, the impact that they have off the court and as a group, I think is almost bigger than what they do on the court and not taken away from what they do out on court at all. Um, so they're two really integral parts of our team and it's going to be hard not having them around um, going forward, but I think they've left a pretty big mark and and we've all learned a lot from them that going forward, they'll, they'll still be involved and, and they'll still be here with what they've left. And before I get Sherelle's reaction to this, because obviously she's played quite a significant part in both of their careers too. Ali, I want to ask you about uh, just sitting there and taking in that sort of announcement and what it might do to you know, drive the girls towards hopefully a premiership this year. Yeah, I mean, what's not to love about those two girls? Um, even not being a goaler, the, the role that they've played um, as leaders in this group um, has been phenomenal and something that I guess we all aspire to be like, um, especially off the court. Um, they, the stuff that they do that just goes, it doesn't go unnoticed, but people don't realise what they do do for us, I guess, young ones. Um, and, yeah, it was a lot to take in and... Um, it's emotional, but it's also very, very exciting to see the life that they're going to create for themselves outside of netball. Um, those two have got a lot to look forward to, and I can't wait to see what's next for them both. And, Cheryl, I think both um, Ali and Sasha hit the nail on the head there. 
these are two very, they're great people, um, very professional athletes, very good athletes on the court as well. But it's, it's, it's more so what they bring off the court as well that, um, that is the mark of a true champion. Yeah, it is. And I mean, I've been lucky enough to both play with and coach both of those two athletes. And, um, you know, that transition from, from that relationship is um, a, an interesting one, but I, I feel like we've done that really well. And, you know, one thing about those two is that they, they want to keep learning. They want to, they've got an open mind on getting better um, each time they step out there. And, Tegan is certainly that. I mean, you know, she's had her struggles with her knee over the last couple of years and just watching her and how hard she trains to get herself up is um, it's just inspirational, I think, for the rest of the team as well. And then you look at Caitlin, who has learnt a completely new position basically in, in one year. And um, obviously we've spent a bit of time uh, working through that and she, she's been amazing. And I think that that has really you know, given her a new lease of life in some ways in this final part of her career. So, you know, I think those, those attitudes, and as the girl said, um, they're both really caring people out off the court as well. You know, that they, they are often the ones within that team environment to really be looking out for that side of things too and stepping up into that space. So, you know, they'll leave, they'll leave a massive hole in netball generally um, and certainly for the Melbourne Vixens and it won't only be on the court that that's felt. It'll be felt off the court as well. And one more from me on this before we get to generation next, these two. Um, and I just want to ask you, because how, how does it feel for you? Because, I mean, take us back to like 09, for instance. And uh, I mean, Katie's probably the last bastion of that sort of, um, that, that era, that Sherelle McMahon era. How does it make you feel? Uh, it makes me feel old uh, that no, every, <laughs> everyone is now retiring. Uh, but, it was, I mean, we've had Nat Medhurst retire as well and Maddie, Maddie Brown, who's an ex-teammate of mine as well. So, yeah, they're, uh, they're a few and far between now, the uh, players that I used to play with. Um, but it's, yeah, look, and I think it's, that's the exciting thing. And one of the things I've really loved about this season is uh, watching some of the young talent get, get a bit of an opportunity um, and seeing some of the new faces who are going to be the stars of our future, both... Uh, at this SSN level, but also potentially for the Diamonds. And Ali, I'll, I'll jump in to uh, ask you about how it felt to get out there. As one of those young athletes, you had a half uh, in the game against Lightning. Um, what, what, that, what has that been like for you, taking that next step? Yeah, I mean, getting out on court is just a childhood dream of mine. And when Simone sort of said that the Fever game, um, you know, you're going on at halftime, I was like, oh, okay, yep, all right, and um, sort of swallowed that bit of banana that I had in my mouth and um, <laughs> rolled with it and got out and um, did what I could do to my, the best of my ability. And, um, yeah, just every time we put that dress on is just you get a rush of blood and you are representing um, Victoria and the Melbourne Vixens is just an amazing club to be a part of. And, um, yeah, that court time is just the cherry on top, I guess, yeah. Ali, can you talk to us about the challenge around that, though? Because, you know, you haven't had a lot of court time and you've uh, been in and out of the team, on the bench, and then kind of suddenly you're thrown into that environment. What, how, what's, that, what's the challenge? What, what challenges kind of go along with that? Because, um, you know, to be able to switch it on immediately when you haven't had a lot of court time, has that been tricky? 
Um, I wouldn't say it'd be tricky. I guess uh, you get your opportunity and with two hands, you'll grab it and you'll do what you can do with that opportunity. Um, challenges would be, of course, we don't know what the 12 is each week and it's always in the back of our, head, our minds and we know that. Um, but just getting on with it, like what's not love to love about this environment that we're in and um, yes, there's going to be hurdles and we've just got to jump over those hurdles and roll with it. Um, I guess the training environment that we come from as well, uh, the intensity that the girls put out at trainings is very similar to the court um, in, in the match play. So in that instance, it's great to come from such a, um, a competitive team um, at training. It's not, we don't go for any easy balls, I would say. <laughs> and Sherelle, it speaks wonders about the Netball Victoria uh, pathway program that we're speaking to too. Look, I don't want to, Ali, I don't want to put you in the, the country girl um, category because Leopold, Geelong, it's sort of, <laughs> well, Geelong's a big city these days, isn't it? But I'm going to, I'm going to, don't I'm going to say kind of, <laughs> kind of country, kind of country. Um, Sasha, I know that you're definitely a country girl. Um, and I'm so glad, can I just make the point that I'm so glad that I'm finally getting a chance to chat to you and not those brothers of yours um, who kick a footy around. I'm sick of speaking to them. What was it like, Sasha, growing up in, in um, Eden Hope Way and in the country and, and with two, um, two very good football playing brothers? Mm. Yeah, it was an interesting um, childhood. We were just so normal, like grew up in the country, went to school, played sport on a Saturday and it changed between netball, tennis, football, basketball. Um, And that was just normal for us until I probably got a a sneak in early into, I suppose, what you'd call high performance when I trialled for the 12 and under state team. And that was kind of my first sniff of, of going outside of the country and trailing to Melbourne and stuff. But I think growing up with a family of six, we were just normal and I don't even know how to explain it. We'd just run around at home and I'd have all of my um, siblings were older than me. So it was just, I followed the pack and, and we went on our sporting trips and they were our holidays. Sport was kind of just our life. Um, and then slowly everyone went off to boarding school and it was just me, little Sasha, the only child stuck at home until I got my opportunity. And because there's quite a break between Oscar and myself, um, it was a while before I got to go to boarding school and that's when things really started, I suppose, to kick off for me. Um, but, yeah, it's lovely to have the two boys who play, who play football. They're obviously extraordinary at what they do and and really great people at the same time. And they've really kept us, our family's been really grounded, I think, with each other. Um, oh, well, maybe. The boys get a little bit <laughs> <different> sometimes. <laughs> but um, mum and dad are sure to keep them in line. Um, so, yeah. No, I've, I've met your parents, so they make sure that happens um, <laughs> very much so. Uh, and as you say, you know, six, it's like a sporting team in itself, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Ali, um, what about your journey towards, um, through the Pathways program to, um, to playing now with the Vixens? Yeah, um, Sash and I's pathway are very similar. Um, I snuck in a year earlier than Sash, so I was in... Um, can you hear Tegan? Oh, is that Tegan? <laughs> Why is she so excited? Oh, no, she's probably got she's food got, or something. She's got us as her neighbours, so she's pretty happy about that. Um, yeah, so I stuck in a year earlier than Sash in 2011 um, in the bottom age of the school sport Victoria. 
um, which was awesome. And then I've sort of travelled through that um, pathway through the 12s, 15s, um, 17s and 19s. Um, and then and got 21. And 21s, yeah. So it's been a pretty awesome journey that we've taken uh, together and we've grown as people on and off the court, which has been absolutely amazing. And then obviously winning um, Fury last year was incredible in itself. And yeah, I guess it's amazing. We just love every opportunity that we get to play for our um, state and together as well. Well, and one of the next opportunities that's coming up for you, you kind of alluded to it then, the 21s. You've both been named in the national squad for the under-21s, the World Youth Cup. Unfortunately, it has been postponed, so we're crossing our fingers that that is going ahead. What What have you heard about the program? Where is it at? And how are you How are you feeling about heading into that? Sasha, I'll ask you first. Mm. Oh, it's, it's going to be interesting. We... I don't think anything has really been set in concrete, uh, our pathway heading into what what would be World Cup if we had selected. So uh, it feels like a long time ago that that was started to be on our minds, the World Cup, I suppose, from the previous one. But it's gone very quickly and for it to have meant to have been mid-next year seems crazy. Uh, But for us to be selected, it's really a big honour to be part of that group and to have the talent that we do around us and I suppose that we're heading into that stage where a lot of that group is starting to get exposure on the SSN court and so people are really um, seeing what we have to offer as a group and so that's just really exciting I'm really proud to be a part of it and to have Ali uh, involved with me and having another step that we've done together is is something that's really exciting but going forward we're just going to take it step by step I think we're meant to have a camp planned for November but it's going to be pending uh, Victorian lockdown and all that kind of stuff. So it's all up in the air and we'll just take it day by well, not day by day, but step by step. Hey, there's lots of questions, Sherelle. I hope you've got your sheet of questions ready because there's some wonderful ones that have come from our Vixen supporters. Um, of course, thanks to Deakin University, every course is backed by industry experts. So you'll get the job you want with the degree employers want. Plus, you'll get lifetime access to Australia's number one university career service, Deakin Progressive Real World Learning. As a former Deakin student, I can testify to that. Um, Kendra wants to know and ask both of you, what's your favourite thing about playing for the Vixens? A very broad question from Kendra, but an important one. Um, Sasha, I might start with you. Oh, goodness. I was hoping Ali would go. <laughs> oh, throw and you under the is- bus. It's not us. Um, it's not trying to find something. There's too many things to pick from. I'll make that clear. <laughs> That's not why I wanted to hand it off. But um, oh, goodness me, I think it's such a professional environment. And growing up in Victoria, it's hard because you are you you grow up in Victoria, so you play for Victoria at a junior level, and so you don't have exposure to what other states are like. But I think we've come to appreciate what the pathway and what the environment around us really has to offer and it's so professional and as Ali spoke to before being on court really can transform you as a player and I think that's happened to both of us being in the environment and then I would just say the girls being able to do this with Ali from 2012 um, all the way through to being the Vixen's training partners is really special and that's something that I will cherish forever so they're mine. Um, yeah, mine would be definitely the friendships and um, the growth sort of mindset that 
has been put in place for us since a, a young age. Um, the amount of friends that are now my best friends uh, that have come out of the sport of netball is just absolutely amazing. And, and then you turn to the other side of it and how much you learn from the coaches that you have been put in front of you and the people who are around you. Um, yeah, I didn't think that obviously I'd be the person I am today. And um, yeah, that growth mindset is still growing and with the girls around me. So yeah, that's what my favourite part of is. And is you looking at me or have you got another one? I, I'm looking at you. You're, okay. you're the... You're the quiz master. <laughs> okay, I'm the quiz master. All right, Caitlin. I don't. I don't think it's Caitlin Thwaites, although it's spelled in that same way. Um, <laughs> who is your favourite teammate? Maybe it was from her. <laughs> <It> was. <laughs> Who's your favourite teammate, yeah, girl? Ask her. <laughs> no. Um, who's your favourite teammate? All of them. I don't have a favourite. Oh. <laughs> cliche over here. <laughs> no. Everyone has different. Um, everyone's different in our team, and they all show different parts that obviously <laughs> I look up to and I want to be like. So um, yeah, I'll, yeah, let, I you don't I'll let you off the hook. I'll let you off the hook for that one because that is a bit of a tricky one. I've got to say. I mean, if it was from Caitlin, Caitlin, you're my favourite, obviously. <laughs> okay, this one might be easier to answer. Who was your favourite netball when you netballer when you were growing up? <laughs> Cheryl, you can't ask this question. Of course it's you. <laughs> Is it though? Is it? Come on. No, I actually have a funny story about this. So I'll throw myself under the bus. So always my two favourite players was, I'm going to blush now because it's you, Cheryl, and Natasha Chocolate. So you guys were my favourites growing up. But on every kind of player profile that you had to fill out when you're younger, it was always the question, like, who's your favourite athlete or favourite netballer or someone that you look up to? And so one day I had to, it was my first year at the VIS and we had to do another player profile and it said, my netball hero. And this was before I entered the Vixens environment and I loved Kate Maloney. So I put Kate Maloney as not even my favourite netballer, my netball hero. <laughs> And the day she got hold of that piece of paper is the day that I, oh, I'll never live that down. No, never. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Surely she would have she loved that. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't she? She's still probably living off it, is she? <laughs> mentions it every day. Ali, what about you? Growing up, uh, it's always, and it still is, Gabby Simpson. I just love her um, work ethic and her work everything out on the court um yeah Gabby Simpson would have to be the one <laughs> remember when Gabby um was crowned um was Alice Diamond it was a really um, really emotional night she's a very humble athlete isn't she yes yeah definitely all right next question comes from Liz um do you have a favorite position that you don't play or would like to play is there a, a position that you look at that you think hmm I'd love to give that a crack. She's after me here. I bet you she'll say goal attack. Well, Simone and I had a little competition at training the other day um, of the goaling stats. It was me, Simone and Joe playing um, horse, I think it's called. But Simone wasn't doing too well, so she quit halfway through. So I think that I... Joe didn't win. Yeah, Joe didn't win. So I won. (laughs) So I think I do definitely have um, potential in goal attack. 
hopes Maine watches this. Um, everyone wants everyone wants to play goal attack, particularly when it's just for fun. Yes, yeah. exactly. Until they realise what it takes, Ellie Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would I pick? I'd probably pick. I used to play goal defence. It was funny. I remember 2011 and 12, the trials for under 12s. It feels so um, young now, but we would always be put against each other. So Ali would trial in goal attack, and I'd be goal defence, and I'd be goal attack, and you'd be goal defence, and they'd put us on each other. So I reckon I'd go back to the goal defence days if I could. Shaz, have I ever asked you this question? I don't think I have. Uh, no, probably not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would answer that. Definitely not defence. That's not fun. I would not do that. I would not do that. Although I used to love chasing my goal defender down the, um, down the court. But, no, probably wing attack because, I, you know, I think that that would be fun, hitting the edge of the circle and piffing it in and then not having to worry about shooting. <laughs> Yeah. No repercussions, <laughs> no responsibility. Someone yeah. else my take care done. of that. <laughs> no, I'm, that's oh, not what it. I do. Don't get angry at me. Oh, you <laughs> uh, All right. A few more here, a few fun ones. Kendra wants to know, Instagram or TikTok? Ooh. <laughs> I'm leaning towards TikTok at the moment. Love a bit of TikTok. Um, so do I. Yeah, it's so good. Joey, Joey Weston's great at it as well. Mm. So she keeps us um, occupied, I would say. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I think long-term I'm going to have to stick with Instagram, but TikTok is a nice relief after a long day. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, and, and I say so do I in the sense I, I'm not a TikToker, but I, I like to look at oh, TikTok. Oh, no, we're TikTokers. Oh, we you're TikTokers, see? Eh? We, we make the dances and then we leave them in our drafts for no one to see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you can just find yourself, and I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before, maybe on the ISO version, that you, you can be in the what we call the TikTok hole for hours on end where you're just next, yep. next, next, and it's it's extraordinary. Have you Have you delved into the TikTok world, Cheryl? Not much, to be oh. completely honest. I don't have enough time for that. Um, but I do have a lot of time to just, uh, you know, mindlessly scroll through Instagram. But <laughs> if I do that for TikTok as well, it would just be no good. I'm already up to like midnight or later doing stuff, reading a book. I, I don't need TikTok to keep me up. Your night owl. But I do really think that being on TikTok has taken the excitement. Instagram doesn't have the element of excitement that it used to. Yeah. Mm. No, fair call. I just want to see Stanners and I, I want you to post a few dances on TikTok. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it probably ain't happening. I'd be more <laughs> a, what are the other forms of TikToking outside of dancing? Oh. You can like lip. Sync. Yeah, yeah, lip sync. I, I, I reckon Shaz and I should do one one day. Yeah. Once we're together again, we'll, we'll do a, we'll do a TikTok. It'll be a little while. So let's just let's just hope people forget about that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Anything else? Uh, take your fancy there, Sherelle? Yes. Um, this is another one along the same lines as my other questioning, probably. But Chelsea wants to know who's the craziest vixen. Craziest MJ. MJ. MJ's crazy. Yeah. In what way, girls? Oh, just wouldn't expect some of the things that come out of her mouth, would you? <laughs> no. She's going through a phase where she calls everyone mate. 
So if you do anything, it's like, what are you doing, mate? And you're like, where does that come from, MJ? Um, Someone taught her it. Someone told her to pick it up. And she picked it up. Yeah. Are you joking? Are you joking? There's some good one-liners that people that people have picked up. Yeah. Other than that, probably Emily. Emily. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Em. She's the clown. Always being clown. Mm-hmm. She's always sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other one, this last one I'll put to you is from Bella, perhaps a little bit more serious. What advice would you give to a player who wants to get to where you are? What what are the things that you've kind of picked up along the way that might help some of those younger netballers who are listening and, and want to keep pushing through the pathway. Mine would probably just work really hard. Um, I think work ethic is a huge part in not only netball, in everyday life. And um, don't put all your eggs into one basket. Obviously still have a life outside of netball because um, there's a lot of things you can achieve outside of netball. But to do with netball, definitely work hard. Always put yourself out there. Be that person to say, you know what, well, I'll, I'll play that position if no one else wants to grab that position. And um, when you get feedback from the coach, take that feedback on board, write it down somewhere, have a look back at that um, and really put that into practice out on the court and show, show your coach that you are coachable and you, you can do things that they ask you to do. Yeah, that was good, Ali. Thanks. Uh, for me, I think that, Growing up, particularly if you're younger um, and still at school, not, as Ali said, not kind of taking away your whole life just to focus on netball because you can still achieve really, really good things within the netball space if you have that balance and you still have extra curricular activities at school or you study. I think for me, I went to boarding school and so school was always my number one priority. That's probably from my family and my parents, but um, I was still able to do both. You are able to juggle multiple things and still do really well um, at your netball. And then that allows you to have fun at netball. You want to go to netball and you really want to do well when you're there. And then making your friends and all that makes it so much easier to play. And that's the thing. You just need to play and, um, and enjoy it. Yeah, that's probably my main one. Good. And um, finally for me, uh, Stanners, the girls actually the other night along with the announcements that happened and MJ's celebration of her birthday and there was lots of things going on, but the girls were also the, the four training partners who have gone up with the Vixens 10 were presented with their Vixens number, which is always a really oh, perfect for, for taking the court, but also um, as a recognition for the commitment that they put into the club and, and heading up to Queensland and uh, as I said before, putting their lives on hold to to support um, and do everything they can to get the club through to a premiership. So congratulations on that, girls. Was was that a bit of a special thing as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, it was really nice. Even I suppose it's a little bit out of the ordinary. I haven't actually debuted, but I was still presented with my number, with, which was a really um, special touch. And for me, my number actually landed on number 53, which for me, my standards, you might know this, my two brothers were drafted number 53 to the same club. So it was always a bit of a a, a funny, funny thing that they were the same draft number, same club. And now that my number's number 53 and their two footballers add to 53, 28 and 25 as well. So that was actually, I rang mum afterwards and, 
and that was a little bit of a um a fun thing to go along but it's it's a really special thing and i'm sure ali you feel the same yeah definitely um just adds to the emotion of the night (laughs) um (laughs) definitely so yeah we're so privileged and honored um to have a number and to think that there's only 53 people with numbers is pretty awesome Mm. um for a beautiful club that we we're a part of so yeah Awesome. So what happens now? Do you go to the local tattoo parlor and get a big tap? Yeah. <laughs> where, where should we put it? Where's it? Well, that's it? that's a, that's you know, it comes down to personal preference. I mean, what are you thinking? I think straight on Sasha's forehead's nice. <laughs> Maybe ask Sherelle yeah. where hers is. Yeah, where's your shirt? <laughs> I don't oh, have it's any awkward friends. laughter. <laughs> I don't have any tattoos, Stanners, so I, I do not have a tattoo of my Well, even your MVP years, like <laughs> 2012, best and fairest. <laughs> oh, that's when that I had is... my baby, so I didn't, win, I didn't win it that year, that's for sure. <laughs> the She's only year medal. I should have picked any other year. She's got a medal named after her, that's enough, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? That's good enough. Um, just very quickly before we wrap, because it is a big week for the club. Um, on the court, let's focus our attention on the um, the match coming up. Uh, a big semi-final, the major semi-final against the Sunshine Coast Lightning. Um, ladies, you're both up in the Sunshine State. You would have seen um, all of the match at the weekend. What are you thinking in regards to um, the opposition? Obviously, we know them very well now. Yeah, so we were lucky enough just to play them, what, two days ago? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll... We'll come back and do our research on them, watch over footage. Um, we really want to focus on us, though. Um, when we play well, uh, everything sort of flows. And, yeah, I don't, we, we know what we can do and we've seen it and you've seen it. Uh, but we just want to play our best netball and really focus on us in finals. And, obviously, don't look too far ahead because um, that's not what we're focused on. We're focused on this semi and, um, yeah, bring it out on court on the Saturday. Yep, a spot in the grand final is on the line. Um, ladies, thanks so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. You're both so well-spoken, too well-spoken, in fact. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yeah, we appreciate uh, it. It's an absolute pleasure. With thanks to Deakin University. Hey, Shaz, that wraps it up for another week. A big match. Can't wait to see them on the court. Can't wait to see the finals get underway. And all the best, girls. I'm sure you'll you'll kill it in whatever role it is that you're playing. And Hopefully, Stanners, we've secured a grand final position next time we speak. Let's yes. hope so. Um, <laughs> until, until next week, that's it from here if you need. With thanks to Deakin University. We'll catch you next week. At Deakin, digital is in our DNA. With 40 years of experience in distance and online learning, discover why we're the number one Australian public university for overall educational experience. Premium, proven, loved. Study online at Deakin. Applications closing soon.